0: Welcome to Ancient Roots, Modern Paths, exploring Orisha and Ifa wisdom. This captivating podcast will take you on a transformative journey where ancient wisdom meets modern practice. I am your host, Ifa Ekundayo Ekuntomi Singh. I'm a devoted student of the West African Yoruba spiritual tradition. Join me on a journey that blends ancient wisdom with modern practice. We'll delve into the sacred teachings that have guided generations for millennia. We'll uncover insights and practices to guide and shape your life path. Subscribe now and join our secret community as we unlock and apply the profound wisdom of Orisha and Ifa to everyday living. Welcome back to Ancient Roots, Modern Paths. I'm Ia Ekundayo. I'm very grateful for you to be here today. So, in my last episode, I talked a little bit about my journey uh, to the Orisha Ifa tradition. Uh, I call it Ishe Isheshe uh, is the the um, word. Ishese um, lagba is the word that the Yoruba use. Yoruba, who are a West African uh, ethnic group, that they use to describe this spiritual tradition uh, called Orisha Ifa. So, I want to, as we start this podcast, and as I shared in my very first, my introductory episode, like, why are we here? <laughs> why am I here? Um, it's really to share what I've learned, uh, share, uh, to share to 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 hopefully help you on your journey. if you are someone new to African spiritual traditions, African traditional religions, if you're new on this path, or if you've been on the path and you've had some disappointments, or if you've been on the path and you know you're ready to continue to expand, learn, and grow, um this podcast is really designed to. To, to help with that now, where is the stuff coming from? How you know? Why do I think this is the best way? Well, I take a lot of what I'm going to be sharing, um, and, and even how I how our ile is organized. Uh, I am also the founder of Ile Ifa Otu Arire, which was sanctioned by my aluo Baba Ifa Topwe in Abiokuta, Nigeria, um, back in October of 2022. I also take the experiences that I've had since the early 90s and bring it into uh, this space to help people begin to really um, hopefully have some hope and some direction and some confidence in approaching the tradition. Uh, And I'll share more just my thoughts. Sometimes it's my thoughts. Sometimes it'll be really teaching uh, as well as if you're more inter- if you're interested in, in, in being part of live classes and that kind of thing, you can go to uh, Ifa, www.ifadestiny.com. That's I-F-A-D-E-S-T-I-N-Y.com, ifadestiny.com to learn more and uh, more ways that you can be involved in, with live classes and some other uh, content that we have. But what I wanted to cover and talk about today is your journey Last episode, I talked about my journey. In this episode, I want to talk about your journey. Now, for so many people that I've talked to, and this is people who have been initiated for years, for so many folks, it's been like, for for many people, not everybody, it's been like this kind of road that they thought was going to be a straight, well-paved highway. And when they embarked on the journey, to learn more about Arisha, they realize that the road, the bridge had been washed out, right? And so they're going along and it's like, oh, this is great. And they maybe they take like 10 steps and they're like, oh my gosh, there's no the bridge is gone. I can't, I can't cross this, I can't cross this creek. It's like flash flood and there's roiling water everywhere, which is the turmoil that we can sometimes feel when we think that we're on a good path and then it just turns into kind of chaos. And so that you're not alone. That happens. That has happened to me. Uh, it has happened in a way that really caused me to take a step back from the tradition for a long time. It caused me to not trust myself. And so, if you've had that experience where you you know you thought it was going to be a straight path and it ended up with washed out bridges. The road just disappeared, you know, so you got, maybe you finally figured out a way to go downstream and find another place to cross and you ended up in another spiritual community and you kept going along and, you know, maybe that path was just a a, a dirt path, you know, and you kept going and then, you know, it became so overgrown, you couldn't figure out where you were going anymore. You had to, you know, step away from that and find yet another path. If that has been your, your, your experience, you are not alone. It happens more times than you could possibly imagine. And so the first thing that I want to share, or if you're brand new and you have no idea, you know, geez, what is she talking about? I have no idea what E.A. is talking about. Uh, The first thing I want to encourage is be patient with yourself. I know that we can get so excited and, you know, oh my gosh, like I met this guy and he had all these beads around his neck. And he said that, you know, I'm, I'm part of the African spiritual tradition. And then he, you know, he made a pass at me and I thought this was great. And yeah, no, <laughs> um, be patient with yourself, check in with yourself. When you find a spiritual community, uh, a Risha, Ifa tradition, and this honestly isn't any different for any other spiritual community. I'm just talking about this one. Um, Crazy stuff happens, and disconcerting things happen in many spiritual traditions, where there are humans present who have unresolved stuff. there is nonsense can happen. so but the first thing is, be really patient with yourself. Um, because I think when we become impatient, we sometimes miss the red flags that are right in front of our face. Sometimes they're pink. Like there's a little bit of like, huh, not quite sure what's going on here. I don't know about, what did that person just say to me? What did he just do? What did she just do? Right, if we're impatient because we are so desperate to learn about the tradition, we can miss things that are obvious in our face. The second thing is, wherever you land if you land in our community ile ifa otu orire this is the house of good destiny if you land here and you decide you want to be here take time to get to know who we are are we aligned with how you like to study are we aligned with you know as the as the as the spiritual head of the ile are you aligned with how i do things you know, some ELAs might have a very, very strict um, protocols, right? Some might have very loose protocols, but maybe you're someone that really expects there to be a stricter set of protocols in place. Whatever it is, be patient with yourself and figure out is this ELA or this spiritual community best suited for me, right? Um, if you've come out of any other, if you've come out of a Christian context, there may be some unpacking that is necessary uh, because this is a very tra- it is a different tradition. But you might be carrying some holdover uh, anxiety, angst, challenge, whatever from 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 a Christian or Muslim perspective or any other faiths, because. Uh, Ifa. Ifa embraces everyone. There are ifa practitioners in Japan who are Japanese. There are ifa practitioners in South and Central America who speak Spanish. There are are, um, ifa practitioners in Russia. And so ifa is a global religion, a global spiritual tradition. Uh, But it's important to make sure that it feels right to you. And if there are red flags, sit with yourself and figure out what are those red flags about? Is it about things that you're reacting to because you have maybe some unresolved um, discomfort from another or trauma from another spiritual experience you've had? What's going on? That's important to really to, to, to get connected to. So first, be patient with yourself as you're on this journey. Second, make sure that whatever spiritual community you're looking at, that it's a good fit for you. Third, the third thing is, as you embark on this journey, follow through. So what do I mean by that? If, for example, you sit for a idafa, a reading, a divination, and in that reading or divination, you are given direct guidance to take certain kinds of actions, whether that be to... Um, perform sacrifice, whether it be to stop eating something or stop wearing something, uh, or if it is that you need to do a certain practice, a certain ritual for a a period of time. Once you are given information, it is imperative that you follow through. And why I'm saying this is a lot of folks When they come into the tradition, it's a little overwhelming for sure because it's new. You don't have the language necessarily. You don't understand all the the structure of it, Uh, but and it is a it is it has a has a high degree of structure. Um, But but it's kind of like oh I saw that in a movie. Yeah, that was really great. Like that was a cool movie, and now I'm going to go do something else, right? So this isn't a movie. When you sit for idafa, uh, divination, and you are given messages by the ianifa or the babalawo uh, or the ialarisha babalorisha Larishas, it is imperative that you follow through, because the follow through is about your life. It's about it's about evolving and developing yourself so that you are able. To continue to walk into your destiny, and I'll be talking more about these concepts and ideas. Um, so, if this is the first time you're hearing about this, you know, stick with stick with the podcast because I'll be sharing a lot. Because this is really the foundational stuff that was missing for me when I started on my journey and caused a lot of challenges, to be frank. Um, so follow through. Uh, the next part is study. You, if if you want to, you know, you have to kind of decide. How do you want to, what's the relationship you want with this tradition? If you find out who your Orisha is through divination, we do not do, we do not decide who our Orishas are on our own. That is not how it works. Someone cannot look at you and say, oh, I think you're this kind, this kind of Orisha is your, is your guide. Um, everything comes through divination. Dafa is the way that things come through, come through. It is not speculation, conjecture, it's not that. So depending on what you want your relationship to be, if you want to be a student that is really able to tap into the, the extraordinary body of wisdom and guidance and fortification uh, that is in this tradition, it is important that you study, that you make a, a commitment to study, And so that can look a lot of different ways, right? But if you are inclined to learn the language, Yoruba language, it's important because you get a better understanding of the passages, the rituals, even kind of the nuances and culture when you have a better understanding of the language. Now, I'm still trying to learn a language. Um, and, I, and I really do need to commit to learning it. I say every year, oh, I'm going to learn it this year or start to start the journey, and then another year passes. But it is important. I do learn certain passages um, because I chant in Yoruba, but learning the language is very helpful. Um, if there are things to study uh, that you're, you know, for example, if you belong to or came and was a part of our Ile, Ile Ifa otu or riwe, uh, there would be things that I want you to, to study and know Because the more you know, the more power you have, the more you know, the more confident you are, the more you know, the more competent and confident that you are. So if you know and you go to someone else's ele or someone's ritual uh, dance or or, um, community event and you're confident and competent in what you know, you feel better in participating if you don't know i've been in plenty of places i had no clue what was being asked of me but i had these all these initiations and i was frustrated because i didn't know what i should be doing and i felt you know i was so then in my head that i couldn't just relax and be part of the process so it's very important to study on this journey because we weren't born into it. They're not broadcasting on CNN or Fox News all about the Ifa Arisha tradition. So you're getting bombarded by it, as happens with with things in the Christian context. We don't have, you know, the New Yam Festival here in the diaspora, um, but we do have Christmas, and you know, we get bombarded by other kinds of holidays. So it becomes really important to study. Um, it, it's important to make a commitment to. How, you know, what do you want to, what do you want to receive? What do you want to do? How do you want to be as you step into this, into this path? So the, the kind of four, four things, um, be patient with yourself, uh, take the time to find the right, elay the right spiritual community and home for you. Um, make sure that you are always honored and respected wherever you go. Um, if someone is making sexual advances to you. There is nothing in our tradition that says that is acceptable or appropriate. In fact, there are rules against it. And so, and I raise that because that has happened more than once with uh, with folks uh, in the tradition. Making sure that the elay is a good fit for you, or the spiritual leader is a good fit for you. You don't always have to be part of an elay. You might find a spiritual, you know, someone who is. Um, uh, doesn't have an elay but is teaching. You want to make sure that they're a good fit for you. If it's an elay, make sure that you know you 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 enjoy the rhythm that is going on. You enjoy uh, you know you enjoy. If you're a learner that really needs structure, then you need to find a place that has structure. If you're someone that you're kind of cool, whatever happens, whatever's whatever's going on, I might pick up something. I'm good. Then that's the best place for you, right? So you want to make sure that you're finding it's kind of like interviewing for a job. You want to make sure that you're interviewing the process or the experience, the place, so that it is a good fit for you. When you make a spiritual commitment, when you are asking to be part of a community uh, of spiritual seekers, you want to doggone make sure that it is a good fit and a good alignment. Because when it is not, it can, it can be destructive if you've had that experience. It can be just emotionally destructive because... We, we open ourselves up a lot when we're in a spiritual context. So it's important to make sure it's a good fit. Making sure you follow through. If you are given guidance uh, to follow through, you don't, you're in the beginning, you're not going to understand why. And even if a Ianifa or a Babalao told you why, you would be like, huh, that makes no sense to me. Because you don't understand the tradition enough. You haven't had enough experience in it. Um, and so, you know, but if you're told to do things, particularly doing sacrifice, giving, you know, giving offerings, um, maybe stop eating or drinking, maybe not being out late at night, like there's some real specific things that will come for that will be uh, be shared with you through divination. So it becomes really important to follow through on those things. It is for your best and highest good. Remember that. But things that are that that I would just again caution is that, if um, if someone is telling you to do something in which you feel that it is a violation of your personal private space, right? Um, if it is a uh, it when it doesn't actually doesn't matter gender wise, but if someone is 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 affecting your personal space um, and it makes you uncomfortable, leave. Go find another community or find someone else to get guidance from. So I, I, again, follow through, but not when people are saying things to you that are that you wouldn't accept if you were at work, if, if I can make myself clear on that. The final thing is just to study. Make sure you're studying, um, training your mind, training yourself to, uh, to be in your prayer space, training yourself to acknowledge and see the areas of your own character that need to grow and evolve is all part of this process. So hopefully you found this beneficial today. Uh, thank you again so much for being here. If you're interested in learning more about Ile Ifa O'Tua Urire, which is the Ifa House of Good Destiny, that is the name of my um, Ile, you can visit www.ifadestiny.com. That's I-F-A-D-E-S-T-N-Y.com. Uh, so ifadestiny.com and get more information. If you like this uh, podcast, uh, you found it beneficial today. Um, please share it with a friend. Our next uh, our next podcast, we're going to be talking about spiritual homes. So, looking forward to seeing you then. Take care. Wadaibo. We'll Thank you for joining us on the Ancient Roots Modern Paths Exploring Orisha and Ifa Wisdom Podcast. To learn more about this tradition, join our community at www.ifadestiny.com. Join us to explore and grow together on this spiritual journey. Please subscribe, like, share, and invite others to hear and participate in our podcast as we spread the wisdom of Orisha and Ifa across the globe.